0: All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, toll-free. Our number is 800 941 Sean If you want to be a part of the program, let me play for you Katanji Brown-Jackson telling Marsha Blackburn that she cannot give what the definition of a woman is. Listen to this.
1: Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about.
0: Joining us now to discuss and debate, uh, we have uh, Riley Gaines is back with us, 12-time All-American swimmer uh, with five SEC titles, uh, was a successful, very successful swimmer at the University of Kentucky with ambitions to pursue a dental degree. Uh, That postgraduate ambition and her entire life changed when she was forced to share a locker room and compete against the biological man that was Leah Thomas. Uh, They actually had a a tie in that race, a direct tie, but they decided to give the quote win to Leah Thomas. I can't believe it. Uh, Her story is unbelievable, but it's changed the the trajectory of her life. Uh, she's been doing an amazing job. She's now with, with Fox. She's a colleague of ours, and we're always honored to have her. Uh, Riley, how are you? Good to talk to you again.
1: Gosh, I'm great, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: I was so embarrassed. We were at the Patriot Awards, and I turn around, and I'm, I didn't I don't think I had my glasses on. People don't know that I can't hear and I can't see. In all seriousness, and and I finally got a chance to meet you and tell you what a great job that you have done and what courage you have shown under tremendous fire uh and as a relatively young woman the the courage you have shown is inspiring and uh i'm you know i'm sure your family is very proud of you um and your life has now taken on a whole new a whole new purpose as a result of this let's talk a little bit about your life
1: no you're you're exactly right uh this is never something i felt prepared for i mean I would imagine it's a position no one would feel prepared for, because who would have ever even imagined that we would be having <laughs> this conversation? Uh, I, I really, it's kind of funny to me, it's comical when I think about it, because you know, you, you gain credibility and notoriety in a platform with millions of followers for simply saying something so basic, really something that, that everyone knows. I mean, if you took fifth grade science or anything higher, you know. Uh, and it's that men and women are different. Uh, and again, for simply saying that, um, you know, it, it's it's pretty unfathomable to me. The 23-year-old recent graduate, uh, swimmer, college swimmer, has to go to D.C., go to Capitol Hill, sit in front of Congress and explain to them that men and women are different. And then to sit on the other side of that and have them be confused <laughs> by this explanation. Uh, it, it's It's pretty objectively funny.
0: Well, let me, let me tell you where I am on all this. And, and by the way, you had, I believe it was you that tweeted out or retweeted something about apparently men took the top two podium spots uh, in the women's single speed category at the Illinois State, I guess they call it a cyclocross championship. I don't know what they call it. I I'm not familiar with the sport, to be very honest with you. And anyway, so you had two biological men racing and winning the top two podium spots. And I'm sorry, as, uh, as a father of, of kids that were athletic... Uh, that just is fundamentally unfair. And I I, I really look at your case as a great case in point. I don't think people understand what it took for you to become a 12-time All-American swimmer. I don't think people understand what it means that you had five SEC titles. You started, I think he's told me once you started when you were four years old.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, And it's it's an important point to to bring up because, I mean, the amount of time, the dedication, the sacrifices that you have to make to, to be willing to compete and ultimately be Successful at the highest level. Uh, I mean, it's it's impossible to put into words. It is a lifelong journey. Speaking to even just the collegiate level. I mean Sean we were practicing six hours in the water every single day swimming upwards of 15,000 yards 10 miles every single day and there's no break you know you're there all summer you're at school you're there over Christmas break you're there over Thanksgiving you don't get to come home we got one week off in August each year but
0: other than that we were in the water six hours every day Uh, So the commitment I mean it's from what age were you in the water six hours a day I mean I'm in the water more than like 20 minutes which I don't swim very often I'm like a prune after like 20 minutes.
1: (laughs) So that was during college. Uh, But even, of course, before that, you know, you're training four hours a day. Uh, You're in a cold pool at five in the morning. Uh, You go to school. You come back. You're in a cold pool again uh, from, you know, whatever time that might be, four to six p.m. You go home. You do your homework. You eat your dinner. Ice your shoulder. Go to bed. Wake up. Do it all again the next day.
0: It's just, you know, I'll actually quote. Caitlyn Jenner now I've known Caitlyn for many 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 years and uh, I I remember when Caitlin did the interview with Diane Sawyer I was talking about it the next day and I was discussing how I knew Caitlin when Caitlyn was Bruce Jenner and one of the greatest a- Olympian athletes of all time and and we had a long friendly discussion we'd always had a very friend friendly relationship we do we still do to this day we just had a real conversation. I said, Caitlin, if I call you Bruce, you're going to yell at me. And, you know, she started laughing. I mean, with a sense of humor. Then tells me a story about the funniest moment with the interview with Diane Sawyer was, Sean, you're going to love this. I said, what? He goes, guess what shocked Diane Sawyer the most? I said, this whole issue shocked her the most? I don't know what. No, when I told her I was a conservative Republican, I thought she was going to have a heart attack. Pretty funny story. But what, what Caitlin says, now Caitlin happens to be a great golfer. She can drive the ball at like 285, 90 yards amazing athlete but she said it doesn't matter what the testosterone levels are at 18 19 or at the collegiate level i want to know what the testosterone uh, testosterone levels were at puberty because that's where the biological difference is so dramatic and i thought that was a very interesting take and is very adamant and agrees with you completely that transgender that people that are born biologically male should not be playing in women's sports and is actually taking a lot of heat from quote the trans community for that what is your reaction to that
1: well i'll just say caitlin has been uh, a phenomenal ally in this fight you know being someone like you said who of course is is one of the most incredible athletes of all time not even just of his generation i mean of all time and again understanding the struggle that comes with gender dysphoria yet still willing to think independently and go against the grain, I'll say, which actually I don't even think really goes against the grain because based off conversations I've had with people in the LGBTQ community, I mean, for example, yesterday I was sat next to, on the plane, a man who said his um, son had transitioned to now becoming his daughter. Uh, and He said even his son, well, now his daughter, agrees that this is wrong. You know, being someone who is male now, identifying as a woman, said, look, you know, my my now daughter just wants to live... Her best life, uh, but she can agree that allowing men into women's sports is fundamentally unfair. And that's the whole basis of the argument, right? Uh, we're often deemed, and this is what I heard in Congress again, Last week, testifying, you know, were deemed transphobic or bigoted or hateful. But it's it's like, look, there's no hate in my heart. Of course, I, I believe, you know, I believe people with gender dysphoria exist, and of course, I want them to be able to live their lives without fear of discrimination. But it cannot come at the expense of women having to give up their rights. Of course, their rights to equal opportunity, their rights to privacy in locker room settings, uh, their rights to safety. We've seen a lot of. Injuries take place even as of now. So I couldn't be more grateful, really, for Caitlin's voice. You know,
0: and, and the thing is, I, I just like the intellectual honesty and the lack of a political agenda. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. We talk with, with uh, Ricky. He's a great guy. You'll love him. Coming up straight ahead. Hey, if you're traveling for the holidays, our friends at Pure Talk, they have you covered because they have just added international roaming to over 30 countries. Now, that's right. Whether you're making calls from the Vatican, on the beaches of the Bahamas, they've got you covered. From the steps of Buckingham Palace to your villa in beautiful Italy, you can dial away. And here's the best part. There's no rate increase at all. Now, Pure Talk still saves the average family close to $1,000 a year, and they use the same cell tower, same 5G network as the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. Stop dragging your feet. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Join a veteran-owned wireless company that is saving people tons of money for the exact same service and now offering international roaming to over 30 countries. Now from your cell phone just dial pound 250 say the keyword save now make the switch and do it now you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250 keyword save now and start saving on your wireless right now. You know Mike Lindell is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For example, you go into a store. You're looking for a towel. You touch the towel. It's soft at first touch, and you bring them home. You use it once or twice, and you realize, oh, it's not so soft and it's not absorbent. Well, that's why Mike Lindell made my towels. They actually work and they stay soft and absorbent. And my pillow is now excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. And what makes these towels so great is they're now made with a hundred percent what's called long staple shore pier cotton now this comb ring spun cotton is what makes these towels absorbent and softer than ever right now you get a six-piece set you can get the sale price as low as twenty nine ninety eight with the promo code Hannity and you can get the designer premium line again 50% off or you can just go to mypillow.com and click on the Sean Hannity square or just call and mention my name it's 800-919-6090 promo code Hannity I would continue now with Riley Gaines. Uh, the, the, the thing is, and I, it doesn't mean that one sex is better than the other sex. It, it, you know, I would argue, and I, I'm not even sure how deep I want to go into this, because I'm about to go on vacation, and I don't want to really spend the next 10 days uh, having to deal with crap uh, from the left-wing mob media of what i'm saying here but i i do believe that you know stating the obvious that there are big differences between men and women should not be controversial and one of those differences happens to be now my producers are laughing because they're like you don't really you you want a peaceful vacation i'm like yeah i do i'm being honest i I don't want to deal with you know, this left-wing radical crap over vacation. I can deal with it the rest of the year, which I have to deal with almost every day. But anyway, I digress, uh, Riley. I apologize. But but the reality is, is there are physical differences. It's just a fact. What Caitlin was stating is true. And men are physically, generally, generally I'm speaking, physically stronger than women. That's just a biological fact. Now, there are some very strong women that are much stronger than I am. And I consider myself fairly athletic. I do mixed martial arts. I train every day. And you know I, I, I think for an old guy, I'm doing okay. So, but uh, when you say that, you know, it makes liberals' heads explode. Just by stating a, a simple truth like that, generally speaking, men are physically stronger than women. And they and, and when you have tried to speak or out on college campuses and just give your views, you know, you've experienced, you know, all sorts of backlash. Uh, including threats of violence against you
1: yeah no you're exactly right Uh, even recently my address got leaked and I've had
0: Oh, great you got doxxed
1: yes and it was actually a conservative who released my address Um, but anyways I've had people showing up at my house I've had drones flying above my house Uh, as you said especially on college campuses which is seems to be a breeding ground for this vitriol and I would say contempt for women um, I mean, I've been spit on. I've had glass bottles thrown at me. Drinks poured on me. I've been punched by men who were wearing dresses. Which, fortunately for me, their punches don't hurt that bad. Uh, but I've been held for ransom. I mean, it, it's you know, for whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! You've been held for ransom?
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: what? Ha- tell them uh, what happened.
1: Well, I was there to deliver. Uh, a speech, very, I mean, of course, the same premise, same message of, of what I'm here talking to you about, Sean, and um, upon doing that, uh, I was met with protests, naturally, which is standard, you know, and that's their right, they have every right to protest me, um, but after I was, I, I had finished my speech, uh, protesters rushed into the room, and they turned off the lights to the room, uh, ambushed me at the front, uh, that's where I was ultimately punched and assaulted. And then they they locked me in a room for four hours, demanding that if I wanted to make it home to see my family safely again, I had to pay them money if I wanted to leave. What happened? Well, uh, the police were present; they were in the room with me. But again, this was San Francisco, so they were also being held for ransom.
0: Uh, and you know, I'm looking at whoa, whoa, you're you're in a locked room being held; they're holding you hostage for ransom. And you have two police officers in the room with you and they couldn't get enough help for four hours to get you out of that very dangerous volatile situation are you kidding me no
1: and really it was like six or eight or so officers in the room and when I'm asking them like can't you do something Uh, they told me were they armed they were uh, but they said they weren't allowed to do anything or else they could lose their jobs because they're not allowed to be seen as anything other than an ally that community but keep in mind this is the same community who on the other side of that door that basically became our prison for four hours uh, this is the same community who are calling these officers racist pigs for protecting a white girl like me Uh, and on and on again hours of the most obscene things you could possibly yell at someone (laughs) they were being being yelled at us
0: I'm gonna give you just friendly advice when I travel and I know I'm going to be in a situation that could erupt in something bad happening. uh, I bring the top uh, martial artists from my dojo with me. And these guys, let me tell you something. I don't care if there's 20 of them and two of my guys, they win every time. And those are the people you might want to bring with you, you know, in the future. If the police can't help you, I mean, that, that is insane to me. That is, by definition, insanity. Uh, I do admire your courage. By the way, you recently got married. Congratulations. Uh, I think I met your husband at the uh, event. He was a great guy.
1: You did, yes, absolutely. Uh, He's a British guy who's now living down in the South, and and he sees how fortunate we are here in America to have the freedoms that
0: we have. Well, listen, please be safe, uh, and we wish you all the best as you continue to you know, fight hard on issues you passionately believe in. And I think you're fighting for all these uh, female athletes. And I hope that you get the appreciation you deserve. We wish you all the best. Have a great Christmas, a great New Year's, and all the best from all of us.
1: Well, thank you, Sean. And I will see you soon, I'm sure.
0: Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken through abortion. Now, preborn.com, they're dedicated to saving these precious lives and they're using the science of 4D ultrasound to do it by offering free ultrasounds to any expecting mom.
1: That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture.
0: Now, you see, when an expecting mother meets that precious baby inside her, they end up being more than twice as likely to choose life for that baby. Now, you can join them in this incredible effort of theirs, and that's Rescuing Babies' Lives. One ultrasound, $28. Uh, For $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds. And you know what? You might be saving five lives. You can donate securely by dialing pound 250 on your cell. Use the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800 941 Sean our number. You want to be a part of the program. All right, it's always a a privilege, a pleasure, and a lot of fun to introduce my good friend from Leonard Skinner. Ricky Medlock is with us. Here to talk about, now, I don't know, everybody's kind of getting into the whiskey business. I must be missing out. Anyway, they have partnered with Bespoken Spirits, which is a a visionary craft whiskey maker, recognized for their extraordinary achievements. Uh, They have a remarkable collection, over 150 medals within a three-year span, which is amazing. And uh, as a matter of fact to go along with it they've got their whiskey rock and roll tune uh listen to the the great Ricky Medlock in action doing what he does best playing rock and roll,
2: well, I'm a whiskey, rock and roll.
0: come out with their own brand it's called Hell House it's American whiskey American made and one of the one of the greatest musicians of all time one of the greatest bands of all time with an incredible story life story history our friend Ricky Medlock it has been way too long my friend how are you
2: wow man way too long Sean how you doing
0: I'm good my friend Uh, uh, why didn't you call me say Hannity I want you in the whiskey business with me I'm I'm Irish it would work perfectly
2: Hey man, they came to us and this whole idea came to us and we said, sounds like a, sounds like a good idea. Then we went about saying, well, what do we call it? Well, we decided we paid enough dues in Hell House when we used to write songs there and sweat our butts off and uh, came up with that, decided we'd call it Hell House. It's 90 proof and it's a good whiskey. I'm telling you, a lot of people are loving it. And uh, I tell, I tell everybody go out get a bottle of it if you can't find it in uh, your stores one that you love to go to get online type in hellhousewhiskey.com and you can grab you a bottle
0: so i think some of the most fun when we did our freedom concerts was hanging out with you guys by the way hanging out with the likes of you and john rich or some you got to be on your A game you better be ready to go down deep into the night into the morning to hang with you guys uh, and, and you certainly know how to have a good time both on stage and off stage. And it is amazing how great, you know, Leonard Skinner has been. And after all the tragedy, all the difficulties, all the challenges that, this, that you have faced as a band over the years. And you never sounded any better than you do now. It's amazing. It's a great story of success and a passion that all of you share together, uh, I'm proud to know all of you. Uh, how's things going? You guys still out on the road?
2: Oh yeah. Everything is going good, Sean. Um, we had a great year. Us along with easy top. We, uh, aptly named it the sharp dress, simple man tour. uh, (laughs) I love that. And it went out. I think we did probably somewhere around 60, 62 shows last this, this year. Tragically enough, though, you know, we lost Gary Rossington.
0: I know. I I loved him. He was awesome.
2: And uh, that really, really just hit all of us, especially, uh, of course, the family. But Johnny and I, it hit us really hard. Uh, I haven't quite settled with it yet, but I'm getting there. And uh, you know what, man? His wishes was to keep the music alive, to keep it going. Uh, Johnny and I spoke quite a few times on the phone we didn't know should we do this should we not do it and then the outcry of the fans uh, came in existence over you know Facebook and over you know emails and over all the platforms please don't let this be the end of it and uh, so we decided we got it all together Uh, we got a great guitar player by the name of Damon Johnson Uh, that that played had had his own band back in the 90s called Brother Kane, but he played with uh, Finn Lizzie and Alice Cooper and a bunch of people like that. He's an Alabama boy. He stepped in. Gary gave him his blessings. And uh, you know what? We continued on, and the band is firing on all cylinders right now. It sounds great. The show's great. And I urge everybody, if you see the tour coming around this year, we start back at the very beginning of March. So if you see the tour coming around, we're in the arenas, first of all. Come see the band. It's great. Man,
0: and it's it's one of the greatest shows you'll ever see and, and the most fun uh, you'll ever have hanging out with you guys. And, and the music endures forever. It really is an amazing, amazing story. I don't know what channel it was on. But they did a biography of the band and and obviously going back to, to Ronnie Van Zant and the plane crash and and how the band regrouped and came back and and built back and built back better. Uh, you know, sometimes that you think people in many ways that, well, you can never replace some of these people. You can't replace Gary. You can't replace Johnny. Um, but I will tell you um you know, you guys have been able to do something that very few bands can do, and that is endure tragedy after tragedy and keep on kicking, man. And it's, uh, I admire all of you for it. I'm grateful for it because the music continues and you know what a fan of music I am.
2: Yeah, and you know, we never forget. I mean, every night, you know, Johnny lost his oldest brother uh, to the plane crash. You know, Ronnie perished, uh, as did, you know, several other members, Steve Gaines his sister Cassie Gaines and you know, Gary and, and Alan were pretty busted up as well as a lot of the other members, but the ones that have gone before us, we never forget them. We have a beautiful,
0: uh, tribute to the ring. You, you, you play this during Freebird. The last time I saw it anyway.
2: Well, we got a, we've got something else. When people come to see us, we got a tribute up there. That's unmatched right now. I mean, on the video wall, it takes you through a walk, walks you through history. And uh, like I said, I urge everybody to come see this. Uh, it's it's great. And as long as we can uh, keep out there and keep playing that music, we're going to be there. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Hey, I like to think about it. If the Rolling Stones can do it, we can do it. You know what I mean?
0: I, I have no idea how Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are even standing in between us. I really don't. Uh, I just I you know what it's pretty remarkable. I'm glad they are standing. I'm glad they're okay. I know they lost their drummer over uh, uh, recently, but you know Keith Richards in in particular. I mean, how that guy is still you know alive and well is a, a, frankly a medical miracle. But I'm I'm glad he's still out there rocking and having a good time. One of
2: these days, I'll tell you my theory on Keith. <laughs> I,
0: I I almost want you to tell me now, but I'm afraid that I might not be able to air it. But go ahead. No, I mean, well,
2: you know, I, I believe that years ago, uh, maybe Keith, you know, passed on and, you know, whatever, and God forgot to tell him. And one of the things, <laughs> God's
0: going, God's going I think, wait, wait a minute, I forgot to get Keith. <laughs> I, I called him home a long time ago, but here he is. But even Mick Jagger, I mean, you know, with his, you know, twitchy moves on stage, the guy doesn't stop moving for an entire show. It's it's pretty pretty spectacular. <laughs> They've always
2: been one of our. I mean, honestly, they've been one of my greatest and favorite bands ever. And, yeah, uh, I love those guys. And I and listen, my admiration for those guys still getting out there and still doing this is just I, I'm amazed. And my admiration for them is over the top. It really is.
0: You know what's interesting? Because I mean, honestly, you come from a genre that we call, say, southern rock, and and that would be the Allman Brothers, that would be Charlie Daniels, that would be Marshall Tucker, that would be Leonard Skinner. Um, And it's interesting the influence that that blues had on these stones, isn't it? I mean, very, very heavy influence.
2: Oh, yeah, big time. You know, over in England, you know, the blues artists from over here could never really make a great living, but when they would go to England, they would do incredible because the blues was so well-loved over in England and other parts of Europe. So if you look at the Stones, look at Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is another one that just loved the blues. Well, I was raised in a blues environment with my granddaddy Shorty, and uh, that's where I was reared, between the blues and bluegrass country, all that kind of stuff, and uh, so was Ronnie, so was Gary, so was Alan, so was Johnny. I mean, um, we were all raised in that kind of uh, environment, and that's where we got our roots from.
0: I kind of got a kick out of it when I saw Johnny in the early years before me, he didn't even have shoes on stage. It cracked me up. Let, let me, I, I, I hate to do this, and you could actually push back and tell me to go pound sand, but um, one of the things that, that we always connected on, too, is your interest in, in what's going on in the world and politics and the issues of the day and you know i'm just wondering where's your head at today because i don't think things have been this screwed up my entire career
2: well to be honest with you sean i'm so involved in getting this band back out on the road and doing my own life like you know i really don't want to get this one thing that i don't do anymore is discuss politics and religion because i find that i get into huge arguments And I don't even like going there. You know what
0: I mean? You know, the one thing that's interesting because I've always said politics should never be a part of sports. I mean, if you go for for example, I thought you know Colin Kaepernick set sports back a long way because he brought politics into it. And if you go to like a sporting event or you go to a concert, what, what do you have? You have large crowds of people that have a shared passion, be it music or or a sport, maybe the sports football. And, you know, you have people of all backgrounds, all races, all ages. They're there. They share the passion of the sport. They share the passion of the music. They share the passion of the team they like. You know, you're high-fiving strangers. You're buying beers for strangers. I mean, that's what my experience in the stands have been my entire life. And, and then you add politics to it. Then all of a sudden, now, now you're dividing all these people And in moments when they can come together, when I go to a concert, I'm not thinking about politics at the concert. I'm, I'm liking the music. Uh, And if somebody comes up to me and, you know, wants to engage me or hates my guts, I'm like, Oh, I got to deal with this crap now. I don't feel like dealing with this right now.
2: Well, to be honest with you, we, we see at a Leonard Skinner show, we see everybody from all walks of life and they're having a great time. And I've always said that music is an incredible Healer, it heals people. It takes them out of their blues. You forget your troubles. You forget everything for that time period. And boy, wouldn't it be great if you could pipe all that music around the world, where it would heal people? It would just be incredible, you know.
0: You know, it's amazing because I'm in TV and I'm in on radio, obviously, because we're on radio now. But you know, I've always said. That the most powerful form of communication, one of them at least, is absolutely music. Probably movies a close second. And I don't know, because, you know, you can look out in the middle of a song and that song, you know, you see somebody, you know, singing along with you and tears are rolling down their cheeks because it's touching them in a way. Um, You know, the only people crying at a Sean Hannity show is, you know, a liberal that hates my guts that wants to shoot me. (laughs) Well, you know, it's not exactly the same. Anyway, let me give you, let me give out the website again. It's uh, hellhousewhiskey.com. Check out Leonard Skinner. They're back out on the road in March. Our friend Ricky Medlock. We uh, miss you, my friend. It's been way too long. Look forward to catching up again uh, soon, I hope.
2: Batman and everybody, y'all come see us this year on the uh, Sharp Dressed Simple Man
0: too. All right, that's going to wrap things up. I really do want to thank you, this audience, for all you do for me all year. I can't do this job without your support i thank you for that i'm going to meet god and spend time and center myself and come up with the best strategy i possibly can that we can turn this country around in november of 2024 and i hope all of you will join us in this effort have a great christmas great holiday great new year god bless all of you and thank you for making this show possible this is the best of the best this is the sean hannity show